Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This week, we're continuing my birthday month with another podcast full of friends, some of my closest friends that went through trials and tribulations and... Ended up with the ultimate reward of getting married. So sit back, relax, and listen to the tale of Fit and Funky, as you know her. I know her as Danielle, now Natoni, and Darren Natoni. And find out, even though life can bring you struggles, there is beautiful happiness always on the other side. Get ready to trust and believe. Every single one of you out there has the power to motivate and take their dreams beyond anything you ever thought possible. You have helped fitness become a lifestyle lifestyle. You have to be 100% authentic in who you are. What's up? This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. This is Define Your Life with Sean T. Alright, so the Insanity Love Story. Oh my god, I love the name of that. I love the name of that for various reasons. But like what I do with Define Your Life all the time, I because I don't just have guests on my show because like I have to give the connection to why like I love these people, why they're here, and why they are a part of my life. So um, today I have Danielle Fit and Funky. Woo woo! Yeah. And Darren and Tony. I call them Sucker D, Darian, D Nat. <laughs> Couple nicknames. <laughs> you know, there's a few nicknames I have for him. Both of them are like family. It's it's kind of hard to say you guys are friends because it's for me it's so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. But I want to give two quick stories of how I met these people, and it is unbelievably amazing. And obviously, all of you know, or if you don't know, you now will know. I'm married to Scott, so he's a part of this foursome. I know that's not a good way to explain it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Darren and I of this, the Blatoni Nation, are the first two that met, and. He was, you actually can tell your story about insanity, and then we'll go into how we met, and then we'll get into Danielle, and then we'll come together. So, All right. Good. Yeah, so I used to DJ, and I was always in the studio, always working on music or traveling, and one night I was sitting there on the couch, I was eating a 4x4 from in and out and the, incom- the infomercial comes on, and I'm just like, I have to do something, you know? I have to do something. I played soccer all my life. I was always athletic. And then I just stopped working out, you know? Back then, just, you didn't do fitness. Like, you just were in shape, kind of. Right. 
And so I ordered that thing, and then it showed up the first day, and I thought I was dying. Like, I thought I was having a heart attack. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done. <laughs> but next day, I pressed play, and I kept pressing play. And before you knew it, like, my entire life changed. It's funny because <laughs> excited hands. Darren has excited hands, which you guys can't see. But when he gets really excited, his elbows run to his side, and both of his hands are like palms are facing each other, and it's like, oh my god, like that's what it looks like. <laughs> so, ended up completely transforming me. Like physically, you know, it changed me. But what it did for me mentally, like it just took my confidence to a whole nother place, and that's why I love this so much. And it's funny because even people that I didn't even know watched me through this process. I have a friend, good friend Shelly in Las Vegas, who I used to go into Whole Foods because I was learning the process of eating healthy and all this stuff. And she, one day she just came and sat down next to me and she's like, what do you do? Because I watched you come in here and when you first started coming in here, you moved, you carried yourself like totally different. And she's just like, I got to know what you do because you've completely changed mm -hmm. and I don't even know you. And so... It was insanity. That was it. And you know, that was the beginning for me. I think what would be really interesting for people, because for anyone, that, I mean, they see you in Asylum. Um, the tall, lanky guy. The tall, lanky <laughs> guy in Asylum. Doctor juggle. And people now see you in Insanity Max 30. You weren't in, a, you weren't in Asylum Volume 2, or were you? Nope, you no. sure wasn't. Oh, no, that's <laughs> right. You were in Asylum Volume 2. I was in DEA. So, uh, oh, that's right. You were in DEA. Like, somebody for me, you know, because... We'll get into how we met, but I never looked, like, after I met you, you had done Insanity, so you were mm -hmm. this, quote-unquote, new person, and people saw you differently, but for people that see you now, and they see a really handsome, really positive, you know, really happy guy, you know, and they just, like, they automatically think, like, oh, he must be perfect, or he must have always had his perfect life, because... You, you know, you have this great body. You have, you know, people now see that you're about to marry the love of your life. Yeah. What was it like before Insanity? Like, knowing that this, that um, Shelly saw you in Whole Foods and, like, where did you move, like, before and why did you move like that? And what do you think made the transition for you? Well, I've always had my values, my core values, and, and been the same person, so to mm -hmm. speak. But... It wasn't until I got through the program that it really gave me this confidence to just really go out and do anything I want to do. And it just found, it was kind of like the missing link for me. Like, I've always pursued everything I, I've done with 110, <laughs> not 110, but 100%. <laughs> you only, only do 100%. You only can give 100%, people. When people say I'm giving 200% or 100%, I'm like, no. Maybe before 100%. you were only giving 80 and now you're giving 100, don't give yourself the extra 10%. Anyway, go ahead. Kudos to Melissa Hartwich based on that. <laughs> but really, it, it just, it gave me a totally new confidence, a totally new avenue for me to pursue because up to that point you know I threw like I throw 100% of myself into whatever I'm doing it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what it is like it was this trait that my mom has told me it's a gift and a curse it's, right she, Danielle always gets mad at me because of the perfectionism <laughs> like you obsess over the littlest details and you and Scott get mad at me too <laughs> because it takes me a million years to do anything but it's because I just I have to do my absolute best on this so when I saw the, the program on TV I'm like I have to do this. Like, you're telling me this is the hardest workout I ever put on DVD? Like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. 
but it was very humbling when I put it in. And then it became the challenge of, well, if I'm going to do this, I have to be my absolute best at this. Like, if I'm going to do fitness, I want to be my best at this. Well, what's amazing is that it is now six, six years, years later. Yeah. And not only are you still doing Insanity, have been in a lot of Insanity brands, but you're now the Insanity, um, what is the, the, the headmaster? Headmaster trainer. <laughs> I'm like, and it, it's, it's amazing, but just really fast to get into. So, uh, Darren sent me an email one day on Facebook. Well, on I Facebook. actually, I wasn't even on Facebook. Okay. I joined Facebook okay. just after I got done with Insanity. And I uploaded my before and after, and I never even took official befores, which if you're out there and you're listening to this, take before pictures because <laughs> you'll regret it later. <laughs> and I just put the pictures on there and ended up tagging you in there because apparently that's what you do on Facebook back oh, yeah, then, you know? Yeah. And you actually commented on it. Was, yeah. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> he actually commented on these and... You told me I should send my results yeah, into Beachbody. That. And so that's exactly what I did. I sent them in. And at the time, I had just become a coach. And I ended up going out to Coach Summit. And I was super excited because back then in Sandy, it was still new. It was the new kid on the block. And we went to this little room where all the people who had graduated were invited to kind of be up front next to you <laughs> and work out with you. And... I remember, like, if you think back to it now, there was maybe, like, it was the smallest room, dude. <laughs> and to think the rooms that we fill now, it, it's crazy. But it was just so cool. I remember I was up there in the front, and even my dad was there, and he was in the back. But I was up there in the front. I was, like, front row. I was ready Did to just eat this workout. They didn't they only put the, Yeah. Mm-hmm. They only put the... It was, like, ten people, yeah. I think, that were, like, that got... Um, really great results from Insanity, gotcha. so they got to get in the front row. Right, like we had didn't, the shirts Did you have, like, those five-finger shoes on? <laughs> I probably did. Because yeah. I remember, I remember seeing you, and I, I don't, I think, wait, yeah, I met you guys before we worked out, so I knew who you were, but I remember being like, what in the world? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Shoes does he wear? Well, because back then, I didn't think you could just go bare. Right, right. Yeah. And then, right. so, yeah, we, I remember you hit play on the mix that you were playing that day. And it was the mix that kicked off Reciculus. It ended up being the song that we used for that. But that Justin Timberlake song. It feels it looks good. good. Yeah, it feels good. good. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and so immediately I was like, whoa. Like, I love this music. Like, he's got good taste in music. And so I'll let you take it from there. So, you know, this was, you know, we actually had take, you know, I met him. We took pictures. You know, I'll actually post a picture so they can see that one picture. <laughs> we have the first the picture. The original picture that I waited in line for. He signed my shirt. <laughs> it was so funny. But, um... I remember being home and I was living in New York at the time and you sent me a message that said something about like I love the music and I don't remember the wording of the message but I just remember you being like I'm a DJ and I remember being like there was something about this guy that was so cool like I just thought you were like the coolest thing I have ever (laughs) met you know in my life and everybody automatically assumed like Oh, you must think he's cute. I'm like, yeah, he's cute, but that's not why I'm mean. like, I loved his drive and his motivation. Like, I just thought it was, like, really amazing. So then we kind of chatted a little bit, and you were like, fly off to Vegas. Now, I never, when any, none of my quote-unquote fans or people that do Insanity, I wouldn't just hop on a plane and go fly to somebody's <laughs> so house. So don't be messaging and asking for that. <laughs> fly to somebody's house and actually decide to be like, I'm going to actually fly to your house. And I stayed in a hotel the first time I came there. 
I yeah. Think. And then the second time, you whatever. But we, anyway, we made Reciculus, and it was just like, we just, oh my God. Like, I was just like, I just love him. It was like, he just showed up, and it didn't like we were best friends for yeah. our entire life. 25,000. I mean, we were in the studio just laughing hysterically. <laughs> we were up to like four All in the morning, long. and it's just so funny. Like, we just, it just genuinely was fun. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. It wasn't. Like it was like, just fun. Yeah, it was just like two two friends hanging out. Yeah, like I had known him forever, and then, so we 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 did the mix. We stayed up all night, you know. And then you know you make some more music. You introduced me to Fat Man Scoops. Oh yeah, like, we got a sample. Thank you, Disco Fries. Thank you, Disco Fries. <laughs> and so we, you know, and it was just incredible. And so me and Darren, <laughs> so that we would work out. We would just do all kinds of stuff. But it's, I'm not, I don't want to go too far into that because I'm sure you'll be on the podcast again some other day. But yeah, we can go into us. And we met and we became really good friends and you were actually a part of my wedding and it was great. And then you kept on doing insanity. I, I don't want to like cut this yeah. off. But then I want to get to how I met Danielle because it was the same similar kind of thing. Like where yours was just a picture and we it just like you know you always say and you said it on our, our wedding Scott and my wedding and then you used to be say it now on the time when two points of destiny meet you don't know how it's going to meet but it was, it's supposed to happen the universal final way and this you know so you were living your life over here we were friends and this was like a couple years later I went to Dallas because the Dallas market Beachbody Coach Market had won this contest for Sean C to come and do this live class and there are like, what, 500 people in this convention center? That's a lot, yeah. Four or 500 people in that room. And it was just all these people in the room. And I just remember seeing this girl. And I'm like, who? <laughs> and I'm gay, yo. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, who is that? Like, I was like, who is that? Like, it was almost like you, like, it's almost like, I mean, this sounds really weird because Scott's in a room and now you're in, and Darren's in a room and, like, you know, you're about to marry him and I'm married. But I was just like, Wow, my goodness. <laughs> you know? But you know what? It's actually even before that. So before that, we were I was in a meeting at Summit. Mm. It was my very first summit I ever went to. I just to. never connected yeah. to until later. And okay. I'm sitting in the front row, because that's who I am. I'm a front row diva. I have to be in the front. <laughs> and I'm just kinda sitting there and you come in to give a talk. And Let so you're up there, one. yeah, and you're up there and you're talking and I look to the girl next to me and I'm like, and I know you're you gay, whatever, but I'm like I'm telling you, Shanti's looking at me. And she was like, no, no, no. And I'm like, watch. I was like, I'm telling you, he's looking at me. So you keep on talking and she's like, oh my God, I think you're right. I think he's looking at you. I'm like, I know. So that night I waited in line at the white party to take my picture with you. And I have that picture if you want to post it. Because I'm somebody needed to tell a sister to quit tanning. So that's okay. But I waited in line to take my picture with you. And when I went up, you're like, oh, I remember you. You were sitting in the front row. I was looking at you and I was like, see? But then fast forward to that event. And I actually like volunteered so that I like got there super early to help at the door because I was like, mm-hmm. I want to be in the front row. I want him to see me. I'd been doing asylum. And so I made sure I had long hair at the time. So I made <laughs> sure that I had my little pigtail braids. My, I won't say what you normally call them, but I had my long <laughs> braids in my hair. And, um, and, <laughs> and, Inside you know, and I'm just like in the front row. And I waited in line again to um, take a picture with you. And when I waited in line, you said to me, hey, I got a dance training tomorrow. Are you coming? And I wasn't coming. I used to teach like 
15 group exercise classes a week at this point, like just running around crazy. And I had two classes on Sunday, one at 10.30 and one at 11.30. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And you're like, well, you should come. I'm like, okay. So I came. I remember you let me leave. I was like, I can't get anyone to cover my class. So I literally <laughs> left in the middle of the training and came back. <clears throat> but it was at that training that like we made our little, like the, the beginning of the connection yeah. started. Because then I said to you at the end, we could have like Q&A and I danced next to you and you, I said, hey, um, it says Asylum Volume 1. <clears throat> Is there going to be an Asylum Volume 2? And you said, well, I don't know. And I said something along the lines of like, well, you should put me in all your programs. <laughs> like totally joking. And then you're like, well, give Scott your info. And so I remember giving him like this little ghetto, you know, car, like, business, card. business card that I made on like Vistaprint. And, you know, it was probably like the worst business card ever. Um, <laughs> you know, it was like a picture of me. Like, and I think it said, you know. Like, but Vistaprint makes good business cards. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean anything bad against Vistaprint. I meant like I. I made it like totally cheesy um and so yeah she didn't have me to design stuff back then. yeah <laughs> but and then I remember like maybe you might want to interrupt me but then I was a elementary school teacher at the time I taught fifth grade math honk if you love a teacher honk honk um and I'm sitting at my desk grading papers and inputting them into the computer on my planning period and a little email comes up and it said from Sean you know from Sean T and I'm like you know, you kind of like looking behind you like, wait, what? And I opened it and it was from you. And it was like, I remember you saying you had good results. Like, I need more people for my infomercial. Can you submit your pictures? And I was like, holy, like, you know, I don't wow. think you're supposed to say a bad word on here. Holy but like, cats. holy, holy, holy wow. Cats. Yeah. So, um, and that's kind of how it started. Yeah. It was very interesting because I, re well, I think the reason why you stood out so much in that big room is yeah. because... Like, I remember you from the Platinum Presenter, yeah. but for some reason, I thought that the Dallas thing was first, because that's the point where I was like, like, I don't, like, for some reason, I can't let this person get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, and so I, we were shooting an Insanity infomercial, like, the first one, and I didn't know too much about you, but, I mean, you had, you know, two girls, and I'm like, God, like, her body is so amazing, and she's a teacher, and she teaches group exercise, and I remember what it was like to teach group exercise, and you, you told me a lot yeah. when we met, and I was like, and I remember being like, I want to put her in my infomercial, and I showed it to some, I'm, I'm going, I'm Go yeah. there, go there. I remember showing it to people, the people who pick people who, to do before and afters, or to be models in an infomercial, and I'm like, this girl did insanity like she's amazing i got pictures from her and they were like oh she looks too manly and i got so effing pissed off because i'm the one person like i don't judge your body i judge how you work hard for your body so you could be whatever overweight but if in this moment you're going for it, i'm not going to judge just like i don't think every female should have hips even though they look really amazing and nice but also you know women like you who are extremely toned like I mean you're like <laughs> sexy as hell so like just you know whatever and so people are like oh she looks she know she looks like a man and she's too muscular I'm like no she doesn't I was just with her in person and it really pissed me off and then so 
you know, I remember I sent you a message. I was like, do you have any other pictures? Yeah, like, like softer pictures. You're like, do you have any softer <laughs> pictures? Yeah. And this was in the beginning when, like, people weren't hating on me as much as, like, I get it now. And I'm like, it's We're like, I right. laugh. You know, but back then I was like, oh, my gosh, softer pictures. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know how to be. You know, and here, and back then my hair was, like, so long. And, like, I'm like, how much softer can I get, you know? But I found some softer pictures, yeah, I think. But I just remember you coming and the people who were who were saying that, you looked, they were like, Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, because like you can't judge somebody in a picture. Exactly. And the fact that I actually was with you and I'm telling you, I want to put you in this infomercial. And, and it really, I mean, it was because you were fit, but I just like, I didn't know they were going to get you to talk in yeah. the infomercial. Like I thought they were just, I'm like, she can do insanity. Like she does it perfectly. Like, you know, there could be someone who's a fitness model and a fitness professional that does insanity, but then there's a person who did insanity yeah. at home, oh. <laughs> and they, like, it's a whole different right. thing, whole different, so that's why I want you there. Bonding and, experience. Anyway, so we can go, we have so, we, like, this story could be 25 going, hours I know. long, but now Danielle, aka Fit and Funky, is um, the insanity format expert, mm-hmm. and, you know, you have now met know a little bit about how I connected to Dan and Danielle and um you know what, 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 the insanity what do people call you guys the oh insanity Ken and Barbie <laughs> Ken and Barbie <laughs> the brunette but um you know how I connected to y'all but you know you know whatever it's not about me today it's really about defining your life through love exercise and really not settling for being with the person you're with, but really being with the person you're with because that's who makes you thrive and who you want to be with. So when we come back with the final life with Sean T, we are going to get into how the insanity love story actually began. <laughs> and it wasn't all fun and games for everybody, but that just lets you know that you don't just need to dig deep in your house when you're working out. You need to dig deep in life. Sean T's Trust and Believe will be right back. Do you want to send texts and motivate your friends? Well, guess what? I have it. It's time. Sean T's Fitmoji. It's Fitmoji by Sean T in the App Store and Google Play. You can send emojis, Sean T emojis. You can send food emojis. You can send fun video emojis. You can send audio file emojis that get to motivate you, your friends, and your family, and you get to send some fun gifts. Communicate with the Shanti Fitmoji, and you will always dig deeper. Come on, y'all! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Let's go. All right, we're back with the Darren and Danielle show. <laughs> um, you guys met them. You know how I've been connected to them. But right now, I want you guys to hear and be inspired by how true love can happen. And for me, I'm just humbled to say that. Like, I never looked at myself as, like, the glue that brought you guys together because I have my own individual connection to you both. But 
it was amazing for me to have to guess and kind of like find out you guys are together before I knew you were together. <laughs> but how did you guys come to be together? And what is making you so excited to get married literally almost 24 hours from right now? So 24 hours from now, you guys are going to be um, getting married. And we want to know how it began. And this is defining your life. So as, as you talk, you know, I want people to hear the struggle you went through because it's it's it wasn't all fun and games. So go right ahead. I'll start because that's yeah. what I always do. I I never let him talk. <laughs> it was nice being on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure he talks. Um. Yeah. So you know, we started off as friends, um, which honestly is probably like the best thing that a lot of people can do. And so for the longest time, he really was just kind of like a best friend, like. Just But where'd you guys meet? Like, I want to know the first time you actually... Oh, I'll jump in on that one okay. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, oh, yeah, actually, the like very, me. very first time I, <laughs> I met Danielle, I actually found her super annoying, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, we were at this leadership event for Beachbody, and we were doing a Q&A session with Carl Deichler, the CEO, and I had a question about Shakeology. They were talking about Shakeology, and I asked something about whether they would ever have, like, a paleo-friendly version and Danielle raised her hand and chimed in. She's like, well, I'm paleo, and I drank Shakeology. And I'm like, well, that wasn't the question. <laughs> the question, question was... Meanwhile, he and, went, everyone else is dressed up at this event, and he's, like, wearing a unitard. Like, <laughs> I'm wearing so. my tights from actually, because, you know, I actually work out at these things. <laughs> so it was, it's, it's funny, because I ended up talking to her afterwards, and just, you know, kind of, that's how it was. And then... Fast forward to the set of the infomercial. Yeah, so we became friends on the set of the infomercial. And the all, infomercial that, that you weren't the insane right. Originally supposed that to be the in. one I wasn't originally supposed to be in. And um, we, you know, I messaged him. And I was like, hey, the first time in New York, was, you know, really scared, don't know anybody. And so, um, you know, we kind of took me under his wing. And um, so at the infomercial, he, you guys were all already really close friends. And so he kind of let me just latch on to him. And so, you know, of course, that's for another story but we wound up all hanging out that night and having food and watching X Factor and a really great time and so our friendship just kind of started there but pretty like base level like mm -hmm. nothing major and um, our friendship really grew um, when I guess it was like um, Insanity Round 1 um, so for when Insanity Live started and we all kind of met there and you know we all like we're trying to figure out how we're going to be part of the company and we realized that we were you know gonna I was really good at social media and he was really good at that and so we just started working together and so that work relationship just you know, you talk a lot when you're working, yeah. and yeah. we would talk a lot, and we would just, like, talk and talk and talk for hours and hours and hours, and our phone conversations would be, like, four hours, five hours. Well, working. Yeah, well, and it would just run, like, the whole gamut from working to just, like, all kinds of things. Um, and so what I realized was that, like, holy crap, like... There's so much more to this guy than just... And hopefully, can I say this? Okay, so I used to joke after we like were together <laughs> that I wanted to wear a shirt that said... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he's not gay. Right, wait, yes, we're together. Wait, what do I want to say? Like, yes, we're together, and no, he's not gay. Because people always, like, wonder that, because he's so pretty, and, like, and no, not, that, not, married. not that, like, gay people, like, have to be pretty, but, you know, he, <laughs> like, people just kind of wonder that, and I wondered it at first, too, um, but anyway, I don't even know. Well, I, I will chime in. One of the amazing things why, why Mike, why I just like loved Darren even more than I did because people used to say to him like we, we would post a picture together and they'd be like oh my gosh Shanti your new boyfriend is so cute <laughs> and like he would never respond to it he'd be like but that's like because it's none of your business right. what kind of friends we are like it was right. so fun it was amazing yeah. so I just I just think it's well, I, and I'll jump in here real quick because the timeline of all this is it this didn't happen overnight this is not something that happened overnight like after that infomercial shoot i went on and pursued my career ended up you know being in the dea i was a dea agent and ended up being out in hawaii and we're talking years later mm-hmm. like two years yeah. later yeah and danielle and i had just maybe said like three words to each other on facebook just kind of keeping in touch like hey we're gonna be here how's it right. going that type of stuff so this is not something that it was like blossomed like immediately yeah and that's what I was saying even for the people at home I mean you know this is a podcast and it's so because just even at night after the first infomercial shoot like you came we had food from Empanada Mama and I to your wedding Mm -hmm. and you guys left and like immediately I don't know if I ever told you this but I was like like I mean you were married right Mm -hmm. so but I I don't know if I said to stop or maybe I thought in my head I'm like why, like, because you just, guys just had this, like, connection. So you guys sent us that picture that has nuts for nuts. Yeah. And I said to Scott, I'm like, oh, my God, do you think he likes her? <laughs> well, he, <laughs> we actually were just talking about this before we came over here. We, when we left that night, we ended up walking around New York, just walking around Times Square, just genuinely enjoying each other's company, just having fun, experiencing the city, all that. For me, I'm the type of person where it's like, even if I had feelings or anything like that, she's off limits, and it's that's that. She's married. You know, it's, yeah. she, it's she's married, so it's that simple, and it's that that simple. So fast forward to what she talked about going to that first round of insanity and progressing from there. Mm-hmm. We ended up, you know, having this amazing night with you guys in L.A. and just joking and kind of hanging out as a family, and uh, we ended up talking for a while that night too. And we literally just sat there that night. And then from the table, working, we ended up just laying there on the couch and, like, looking at each other and just talking. Like, just talking. And that was the... It was so incredible to just sit there and just stare into someone's eyes and talk and really understand who this person is. And I left that night just so inspired by this this girl, like just so <laughs> impressed by her. And of course, like I'm just like wow. But again, off limits. So you know. yeah, and so um, you know, I don't I don't want to go into this too much because it's just one. I would you know like I would never do any of that. But you know, yes, I am divorced now. Um, you know, and the time obviously because you didn't marry Yeah, and so um, <laughs> or at that time, yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, the whole thing with divorce is this, right? Like, I hope that one day my ex-husband finds the same kind of happiness that I have now with Darren, because obviously uh, we weren't that for each other, right? And so, what I don't want people to think from this is I am certainly not like trying to throw 
him under the bus, myself under the bus. It is what it is. We created the, the two most beautiful children on the planet. And so um, that was like the best thing ever that can happen. And I hope that he finds true happiness uh, and I'm happy. But at the end of the day, the, the coolest thing for me that, you know, came out of this is that I used to spend so much time pretending to be perfect, right? Like, everybody on the outside probably thought I lived, like, the most amazing life, right? Like, I painted this pretty little picture of Danielle, and this is her life, and she's so pretty, and it fits in a nice little square bubble. And if you followed me then, and you follow me now, I think you can see, like, a difference. That was, like, a, a painted picture, and, like, this is, like... A movie it's like a reality right and so for for me with him and the progression was like starting as friends was the most amazing thing because it truly was just friendship but it was so like just like this deep friendship of like just talking and like I knew like I knew him better than I knew myself and so then when down the line we did decide that we were more than friends it was like Boom. Like, it was already right. just, like, we were, like, already in this... We had built the foundation of devotion to one another. Yeah. So, it's, like, we really are friends first, which is amazing. And I don't know that a lot of people have that, you know? I don't know that they truly are. Like, we joke, like, you see people... We were talking about this last night. Like, I don't want a bachelorette party or because why would I want to leave him for an hour? He's my best friend. If he's not there, then it's not going to be as fun. And so... Um, I think this, I probably got way off topic, but no, I, mean, I actually like what you're saying because, um, I mean, you guys know me, but it's important for me to take that, uh, topic and maybe talk about it for a little bit. You know, so many times in life, like people settle for mediocrity mm-hmm. and, and I'm not saying I'm not guilty of doing it because you know, there were times where I was like, oh, I think this is right for me and I'm living in this moment. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I realized like this is not right for me, mm-hmm. be it relationship, work, wherever I live. And there are so many people out there that think that it's OK to stay in this situation that they're just not happy in. Right. And, you know, we talk about all the time. We in, in our world talk about all the time about people are afraid to do something because they're afraid of change or they might think that people think that they feel they're selfish. Mm -hmm. But the thing is like, you know, we talk about being selfish actually gets the negative connotation, but in ways it can be the most amazing thing because the minute you make yourself happy, the people around you are going to experience happiness. You can't be content with someone else unless you are a hundred percent happy with yourself. Right. It's just never going to happen. And you see people often try to force this. And they try to think, oh, if I only had this. I mean, I used to be guilty of that. If I only had this. If I could only have this job. If Mm -hmm. I could only be here, then I'll be happy. And the most beautiful thing about this, and it's part of my vows, is that she does that. You know? She makes me... She drives me to be better and to constantly go after my potential. But at the same time, she makes me appreciative for where I'm at. Right. And that, that's the ticket. Because we have this ultimate destination. You and I talk about this a lot. We've talked about it for years. Yeah. We have this ultimate destination that is our quote-unquote path. But then you have all these detours, these forks in the road that you go on. And that's where you learn. That's where you learn. Some people correct those courses and they get back on their path. Some people choose to settle on those. Because some of those detours can be extraordinarily comfortable. And we're not saying there's anything wrong with that. If you are comfortable on a detour, great. But I am promising you 
that if you just get back on that path, <laughs> you will find something that is indescribable because you are pushing yourself to attain your potential. And that's what we do together. I think the one thing that's really important in that message is that, you know, well, first thing is like, you know, it's important to know that I don't think anyone's perfect. I don't think any of us mm -hmm. are perfect. I mean, you said it before, like your perfection is a blessing and a curse, right? You're being a perfectionist. You know, my high state of emotion, like I'm emotionally driven is a blessing. It's a blessing when I'm speaking and teaching, right. but it's a curse when I'm, you know, like we all have that, it's that yin and yang within yourself. And so if you're a person that's out there right now, it's not saying that like you settled and you need to like stop what you're doing. It's really just to take an internal look at yourself and to say, am I happy with who I am right now? And there's things that you have in your life at the moment that you can you can basically put in this, you know, this imaginary car and say, yes, it's, I stopped on this road mm -hmm. and these are the things that's great about what I found out about this detour, but I need to get back on the path. So if you're in a relationship, you know, you just said that she helps push you beyond mm -hmm. that. Like she's actually the gas in your car that's going to push you to, to go back down the road. It's not saying leave the relationship if you're happy in it. It's mm -hmm. saying if this person or people support you, they're going to they're gonna actually fuel you to want to do better. And you have to, you know, there's so many different scenarios and unique things that happen in, in people's individual lives that, you know, we can't answer, you know, universally. But the one thing I can say is like, the one question we can pose is saying, are you living to your fullest potential? Like, are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Is your life defined by you being 100%, 100%, not 110%, not 200%, are you giving it 100% of who you are? And that's not saying to be perfect all the time. You know, you talk, Danielle talked about how, you know, she, you, you put on this perfect life, but really you weren't perfect. And only you can answer that question. And meaning like the, you, the listener right now and, and us in general, like only you individually can answer that question. And because it's pointless to exude perfection when internally it's not even And it's a exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. I think Scott and I have talked about mm -hmm. this because people we both kind of came from that people pleaser space. And it is so exhausting to pretend to be perfect. But I think on the other side of that is I think people don't really realize whether they're happy or not. Like I think sometimes if you're in this like comfortable space, and again, not that there's anything wrong with being comfortable, but if you're in like a super comfortable space, I don't think you truly realize whether like if that's just like if you're just kind of there or if you're like really, really happy. See, in my space, I wasn't I was uncomfortable. So there's a difference, right? Like I was uncomfortable in my space. So now I know I feel what a heightened happiness feels like. But I think some people because we kind of like look at relationships now mm -hmm. and not that we're judging relationships, but we kind of look at relationships now and you can almost tell like that's not real happiness. That's real happiness. Mm, that's not real happiness. You can like, you can tell now, now that we're in this space of like, truly, like we can have uncomfortable conversations. I can look at him and be like, no, we're not doing that. Or he can look at me and like, call me on something. Like that was actually going to be my next question. Well, I, you guys, because, yeah. and I'll get, and I, you know, because, you know, a lot of people know you through your coaching network. Mm -hmm. I mean, Scott and I, I think outside of your families, right. 
we know you guys. Like, you know, you see us, like, bicker at each other. We see you like, oh, my God. Like, we see that. You yeah. know what I mean? So in those moments where you do have those uncomfortable, like, you know, oh, my God. Like, this is killing me. Like, how do you guys get through that? We just had, yeah, we, and I'm not going to say the topic. It's, like, really personal. But we got into our first, like, true, like, I don't even call it a discussion. discussion. Really. And, you know, it was like a discussion. But that's the thing. <laughs> it, was it was a, a discussion. discussion. A two-way street. Right. Like, like, literally so me asking questions, her responding, her asking questions, me responding, trying to, like, figure it out. Because we're like, let's figure this out. Yeah. So, for us, it's become, like, there is nothing too uncomfortable to talk about. Like, it's just, it's like, we need to figure this out. We're going to talk about it, even if there's some crying or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, the ultimate goal is we need to get through this. And that's... So, I think it's so unique. I don't think there are a ton of couples out there that are in that space that can do that. Like, there has never been a moment where I thought, I'm not going to tell him that. Or, like, you know, there's never been a moment where I've thought, "Mm, I'm too scared to say that to him. Or, I wonder how he'll react. Well, I mean, you know, I I love that you talk about that because I know you to be, like, your DNA, Mm -hmm. your genetic makeup (laughs) is a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. Like, you are 100%... You want everyone to be happy. So, but what is it about this relationship where you say, I actually don't need to be afraid to speak my mind. Right. What, what is it about? I think I can really speak for her on, on, on this and that for us, it all comes down to one thing and that's just authenticity. It's being authentic. I know that no matter what, she has my best interest in mind. And I have hers. And that way, no matter where she's coming from with anything, she could approach me with anything, and I know that she's 100% doing it out of love and care and support and in a way that's going to make me grow. So I know that it's never negative. Like so many people like, and I got to say out there to everybody, we posted something the other day on social media, something like, you know, please support your partner on, on their journey. And if you're not getting that support, don't be afraid to leave. And find it. You have to be so happy and content with where you're at in your own life before you can ever be a good partner to somebody else. Like, if you had, if Danielle and I had met five years ago, we, we wouldn't have been that same person that we are to each other. Because we weren't there yet in our personal lives. We had to go through our journeys and our struggles to get to where we're at so that we're now capable of being that to the other person. Because mm. if you're trying to go into a relationship broken already... That's not. It's just not fair to the person that you're trying to be in a relationship with. It's not, and that's where you're, you, you're talking about selfish comes in. You have to be selfish and say, "I need to be authentic to me, and I need to truly find myself before I can be with somebody." And that person then is ready to accept that. It it is very very difficult, um, and I'm I'm kind of the opposite of Danielle in the sense of. Like, I'm more of a confrontational person. Like, I don't actually mind the confrontation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I take this from, you know, if Scott and I get into an argument or discussion or whatever. Like, the reason why I'm not afraid of the confrontation is because my whole goal with having a confrontation is, like, like with you guys or with Scott, I can use you guys as the example. Is like, no matter what the discussion is or the uncomfortableness is, like, I think I'm... 100% secure in the fact that we all want the other side to be for it to be amazing right and if you can't 
like live your life and walk down the street or go home or talk to your friend or you know go to work or whatever and you can't you bring up a discussion or a conversation that's uncomfortable freely thinking that even though this might be really uncomfortable for both parties there might be tears there might be you know silence for an hour or so if you can't if you don't know or if your fear is that this is not going to be amazing on the other side or you mm-hmm. just know that it never is amazing on the other side and you don't have the support i think you need to reevaluate your current situation that's being aware ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. You need to be aware. Oh, sorry. Go, 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 go. I, I have. A, I always want to interrupt it. No, but, you go. know, I, I think I was actually the opposite of you. Not only was I a people pleaser, oh, yeah. I hated confrontation. Like avoided it at all costs. Like would have major anxiety about any kind of confrontation. And it's interesting because I don't have that with him whatsoever. And so if you really think about it, like what was different and it was never anybody else's fault in my life. That's just kind of what I took on. I just now know consciously with him that it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what I look like, smell like, you know, none (laughs) of that. Like he wants to hear what I have to say. Like it may not always be like the prettiest, but really for the most part, we don't even, uh, we really don't argue. Like, do we have like silly little bickers like here and there? Like, sure. But we don't really like, like argue and that's not to say that like we won't ever but I think it's just because like you said like I know that he has my best interest he knows that I have his best interest and at the end of the day we want to we want to make each other happy we want to live a good life like it's pretty simple for us it's like we wake up we you know make sure each other knows that they're loved and supported we eat we train we laugh boom the day is over what else do you do Eat, laugh. train, live, love. Yeah. And, oh, love. Love. Like, I was going to yeah, say, I, have, I said laugh. I'm like, y'all shut it down sometimes. No, yeah, and that's the thing, too. You know, so, like, I think there's... Shut so, it down to sex in my world. <laughs> I think there's so many couples, too, that they come to a point where they think, like, that's not an important, like, factor in their life. And you I have will, to be And I have a lot of girlfriends that... I'm giggling because, you know, whenever the S-E-X word comes up. <laughs> but, you know, Danielle, you were saying that, you know... Some of your girlfriends or people, I know people who I know that are in a situation where they're not having sex at all in their, either at all or it's very minimal in their marriage and their relationship. So I'm going to let you go ahead. I'll chime in. Yes, I think, I think it almost becomes like 
ingrained in like it's even on TV it's like a joke right like the longer you're married oh you only have sex on your birthday or right like it becomes like the norm and I think I even thought that and I know I have tons of girlfriends who like it's just not like especially after you become a mom right it's like oh well I just it's an afterthought and it is not an afterthought, right? Like, and sometimes, it's not. And sometimes I joke that I think I want it, like, more than him. Oh, my God, I hope my parents aren't listening to this episode. <laughs> um, but, you know, and it's such an important part because it is, like, it is so, like, you should not just love your partner, like, because you want to make them happy, but you should, like, love your partner. And, like, it's, it is that connection. I swear that that connection, like, of course, our relationship is so much deeper than physical, but that's a huge part of it. Like, you should want to wake up every day and, like, roll over and think, damn, that's mine, and I want to get some good endorphins going and burn some calories and just have fun. And, and you know, and you should, there should be those moments where you're in the middle of the kitchen and it's like, well, yep. you know, okay, we're going to do this now. Or, yep. you know, the door is open and you're worried that the mailman's going to come by and, you know, like, or the neighbors. <laughs> or Sean's. You know, but I... Or but, Sean Scott. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because I think somewhere along the way in, like, society even, it's become, like, so, like... And, you know, I'm not telling you to go out there and, like, sleep with random people. What I'm saying is that if you are in a committed relationship and you truly love and adore that person, then it should be a natural thing for you to feel that. And I get it, like, you know, as moms and women and we're busy and it's just, you're like, oh, maybe that's not important. But if it is, like, and it's... I think it's very important and I also think that that I personally feel like being married, I mean, me and Scott... I would say only because there's people that's been together 18 years or whatever. We've only been together four and a, almost four and a half years now, which is amazing. It feels like it's been a week. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we talk about sex. Like, we were sitting at the bar yesterday before you guys got here. I'm like, would they have you? Because I want some more drink. <laughs> but we sitting at the bar after, you know, you get a little tipsy or whatever. And we start talking about, like, oh, like... What's hot about this person, or like you know, we because I'm like, I'm like, what do you think is hot? Because you know, what I mean, like, I want to make sure I still got it, even though I know I still got it. But I mean, my whole point is like, you can't even be afraid to discuss sex because I personally feel like when we start talking about it, it works you up even more. And I think what happens a lot of times is in relationships, the longer you go, because Scott has been in a very long relationship, he told me, and I've been in longer relationships where it doesn't become important anymore because. You well. First of all, it just wasn't meant to be for the person, but it, it, communication is important on all aspects of the relationship. Well, I, I like that you said you got to talk about it, and you can't be afraid to. Like, I think that when going back to what she said about arguing, like we don't argue per se, like because you know me, like I like to discuss everything. <laughs> I want to know. I want to get into it. So, like, genuinely find out what's going on. And so, I think that's where it really becomes like. I want to know what she likes. I want to know everything about her, you know? So it, it's fun, you know, you're, whether you're making bacon on the foreman and, <laughs> you know. Things or happen, at a party at, at my house and then you, you gotta disappear go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, we have some of those episodes. It's, <laughs> it's, and it's important. And I think the other aspect of it is you have to be attracted to you your partner. To. You, you have, have to, to be attracted to That them. doesn't mean and that they have exactly. to look a certain way. It just but, means that you're attracted to them. But it has to look the way that you're attracted right. to Right. Exactly. And, but what we love is everything that we do makes us more attractive to each other. Whether that's cooking, 
or whether that's he loves working that I together, cook for him now. whether I that's wearing certain things, or like it's honestly one of the best things about our fitness that we constantly push each other to enhance ourselves because like we're not okay with the status quo we're not okay with just staying where we're at like we constantly want to improve and to us that is freaking sexy like the fact that you're improving like i get turned on by just her drive and ambition sometimes more than just the way she looks you know and that that, to me that's that's and i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this you know because that is the transition to tomorrow because mm-hmm. like you said like it is very clear that you love her i mean obviously you know we talk about her being sexy you know but it's very it's very clear that you love her for who she is what she is individually and what she does for you and how you guys communicate so we're going Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's she is literally like my best friend. Like I I'm with my best friend every day. And I can and tell I people just, yeah. I, I don't want I, I don't wanna cut you off, but I, I you know, for me, it is the most amazing feeling to be married to your best friend. It is like you can't even like there like you know, being married to Scott and I and I'm and I'm and I hate sometimes talking about me, but it's going to transition to you guys. <laughs> but like, no matter what, I'm like, I want to be with him all the time. Like, I'm like, it's like my homeboy that. And it's not whatever. forced. I think that's the other thing too. It's like goes even goes back to the sex thing. Like we don't have to. It's, it, I think some people get to a point where they're like, oh, I should be having more sex with my spouse or my partner. So, okay, let me figure out how to do that. And maybe if that's in the beginning and you're just trying to like work through some things, I can understand that. But for the most part, it shouldn't be forced. Like it should just, you know, like, like he said, he could be working on like something and I'm like, wow, like he's so smart. Like, and that's, <laughs> right. And, and then, so I think that's the other thing. It's like when you're with your best friend and you're truly attracted to them, it's, it's, it really is easy. Like, I hate to sound so cliche, but, like, love shouldn't be that hard. It really shouldn't. And it may have its moments, but really, it should be pretty easy. And There's I think no if you're with the right person, it's it's easy. There's no rules to it. You, you have all these people, like, top ways to do this or top ways. There is no hard, steadfast guidebook to this. Like, there are no rules that you have to do. There like, are no You rules. don't have to do this and you don't have to do that. You just literally have to genuinely love and enjoy the person you're with and they have to make you a better person that's why I and they feel have, like you have to be attracted to them on every level not just physically not just emotionally mentally but that's why i feel like you know you know at in my wedding i was like you know so many times people say oh i'm with somebody but i have a best friend and i'm and you know i was like mm-hmm. tonight i'm marrying my best friend yeah. right because like like there's nothing that could happen in my life Except, you know, I hate to be morbid, except for death, to be like, that's why you won't be, well, I wouldn't be with Scott anymore. I'm like, because it's not even, it just doesn't exist. Right. So, you guys are going to be together for the rest of your life. Yeah. And not until I met you, not met you individually, but met you as a couple, did I finally understand what people used to say to me, like, oh, my God, like, when I see you and Scott, like, you just know. Like, you just know. Because I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, this is my best friend. Of course yeah. you should know. And I was like, why are you so surprised or whatever? And because I knew you both individually and now I know you, I'm like, I finally get what people mean. Like, it is, like, you almost see the magnetic connection. Like, you almost see, 
you know when you look down a, a street on a summer day and it it the oh like the waves on the, the waves yeah, the, on the, the street yeah the sun rays yeah. you can almost see the waves mm-hmm. on the street like when you guys are together like you almost can see it or feel it like and I'm the an heat person <laughs> so to close out this podcast because I mean there's so much more we can talk about <laughs> but I think you know you guys are very inspiring in what you talk but it's it, it these people who are listening myself whomever like none of this matters if you don't continue to be 100% authentic to who you are so tomorrow you know I have the honor of officiating your wedding and you're going to give vows to each other Mm -hmm. and the vows when when the average when you give vows you tell the person this is what I promise to do and this is why but what I want to hear from you is how you're going to what you're going to do to make sure that this person is always going to be number one to you I'm putting you on the spot why do I have to go first? Okay. <laughs> ladies first. Ladies first. I'll go first. Well, I think it goes back to what we just talked about. I have to make sure first that I'm the best me possible. Like, I, if I'm going to make sure that he's number one in my life, I can't do that if I'm a half-assed version of myself. So I have to first make sure that I'm being the best me possible. And then within that, I have to, like, I will... You know, I'm going to continue to communicate with him. I'm going to continue to make jokes with him and cook for him and, you know, be sexy for him. But um, ultimately, I have to make sure that I'm the best version of me so that I can give him everything that I am. And then I just have to continue, like doing what we're doing now like I wish I could put something on it and say I'm gonna do this but really all I'm gonna do is keep living the way that we're living now because we're already married in our hearts we just get to make it official Mm -hmm. tomorrow and I don't I don't honestly think there's anything that I will do differently tomorrow than I'm doing today to make sure that he's number one in my life because he is number one you know there's and there's two different number ones you know for all the women that are listening you know the the love that I have for my children is completely different than the love that I have for now my husband and so I have two different number ones but if I'm going to be a good wife to him then really I just have to keep being the best me and keep doing what we're doing because it's working well you being an amazing mother is actually it's it's something else that's attractive to him because right. you are she reminds me excelling at your father. responsibility. Yeah. All right, your turn, Darren. So I'm just saving some things that I would normally no, yeah, say yeah, because <laughs> it's private for her tomorrow. Right. right. <laughs> I'm more worried about the individual focus because yeah. define your life is like how are you going to define your life exactly. moving forward so that you can continue yeah. to. The most important thing is coming back to what we did first. Like I fell in the friendship with her before anything I like genuine devotion and admiration for this person as a friend like just respected the hell out of her and that's what I'm going to continue to do I'm going to continue to be her absolute best friend I am never ever going to let her settle for anything less than her best because if at any point I allow her to be less of herself to please me Mm. I failed like, what do I always say with you? The only way to fail in life is to settle. That's the only way in my book that you can fail. So I will never let us surrender to anything less than our ultimate potential. And, and I love it. Yeah. And I like, I, people can't see, but I just love the little touching. You guys, you know, sometimes you run with that. 
Um, before we leave, before we close out completely, I have some speed round questions. Oh, yeah. 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 Speed I love round. it. It's my favorite part of your Damn. podcast. <laughs> Alright, so the speed round for Dan and Danielle, and there's people out there who, if you listen to Define Your Life every week, you know that Scott writes the speed round questions. I love them. I'm so excited. Alright, so the first question is for Danielle, okay. and you only have three questions to answer. You have three seconds to start answering, and okay. you only got like ten seconds to yeah, answer. Yeah, so don't so be already. I won't. <laughs> but I will, though. Alright, Danielle, okay, former math teacher, what is the square root of 144? 12. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Please do math questions. <laughs> Darren, as a former soccer player, Jersey numbers have a meaning. What was your jersey number and why? Two. It was two. Always two. Why? Uh, always two. Because for me, it was this even number. And honestly, it sounds weird, but like to me, that even number, like a couple, it's just, it's like the jersey's one half, you're the other half that makes it a whole. And I love it. it. I always say to Scott, I'm like, oh my God, you know, if we have kids, like I, I want two. For some reason, I just love the number of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two, yeah. This question is for Darren and Danielle. What is your favorite non-paleo food? Oh. Treat food. <laughs> yeah, we like fries. French fries. French fries. Yeah, fries. French fries. Always like French fries. If, if you didn't see us, like, today we've been having lava flows and, and fries. Oh, like, my that's God. French thing. fries are the best. But you can have fries in a healthy way with coconut oil. So, there you we go. do that at the house. Okay. Danielle. Used to be afraid to try food. Yeah, I did. Is there a food now that you are afraid to try, and why? Yeah, so I'm not big into seafood. So, um, but the number one thing I probably would never try is oysters because it looks like boogers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jaron, as a techie, what's your favorite tech gadget? Oh my gosh. I would probably have to say my computer because it literally is everything for me. That's how I create everything. That's how I create all your stuff, how I create everything for Danielle. That's how I put my words down, which are like my most valuable possession in the world. Awesome. So, yeah, my MacBook. Oh, this Danny Danielle. Who's your favorite superhero, each of you? Oh, my favorite superhero. Well, see, mine's not a real superhero. So anyone that knows me, I'm picking a non-traditional superhero. It's not really a superhero, but everyone knows I'm obsessed with the character Rocky Balboa. So even though that's not like a Marvel comic superhero, that's who I have to choose. Well, I mean, it's a fictional character that's a superhero. And if you're listening, can I please meet you, Sylvester Stallone? (laughs) (laughs) Sharon? Yeah, she really, really wants to be Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, we can make that. Rocky, specifically. Yeah, in his red and white shorts from when he fought Ivan Drago at number four. Uh, Okay. Awesome. Good. Okay. Oh, for me, I, there's not really a particular superhero per se, but I always wanted to fly. Like, and hopefully, eventually, someday I'll find out how. But that was for me. That's like my favorite superpower. So I guess Superman can fly. But uh, probably real life superhero that isn't really real life. But Jack Bauer. Nice. Love yeah. it. That's from okay. 24. If you case you don't know, people. All right, Darren. I mean, sorry. This is Danielle. Danielle. What? Look at me. Okay. What color are Darren's eyes? Brown. <laughs> Darren. So here on Define Your Life, I always talk about my best ass set. Oh. Yeah. And so for me, my ass never lets me down. If I'm, a, if I'm having a bad abs day or a bad, you know, shoulder day, which I never really have bad shoulder day. I can get out, take my clothes off, get ready to get in the shower, look in the mirror, and that ass is my asset. Like, it's the <laughs> one I go to. So, Darren, what is Danielle's best asset? Her ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. 
can't. I'm constantly yeah. like, she's cooking, or I'm walking behind her. Like I'm constantly like, right now, look at my hands on it. Right now, I don't even know it. No, but like it's always there. It's just because. I'm, See, people are more than just abs. <laughs> like I said the other day, yeah. always touch the boobies. All right, last two questions. Danielle, what's the capital of Texas? Oh, it's um, Austin, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Darren, what's the capital of Idaho? Boise. Boise. All right, guys. So if you're out there listening, we had a lot of fun today, a lot of good talk. And what's really amazing is that you are witnessing, I guess, in time, two people that I can promise you, and I know this is a high promise to make, that will be together forever for the rest of their lives. And a lot of times when people get married, you know, things might not work out the same as it started. And I want to say that, you know, I trust and believe in these two. And you guys know that trust and believe is the slogan of my company because you have to trust and believe in you first. And then that way you can help yourself trust and believe in other people. That's why I asked Darren and Danielle the question, what is it about you that this person is going to basically love forever? And what are you going to do for yourself? And that's what I leave for you with this episode of Define Your Life. What? Like right now, I want you to go and grab a pen or grab your, you know, we're in a world of technical gadgets. Grab your phone and videotape, record videotape, <laughs> record yourself or write something down or look in the mirror. What are you going to do for you to constantly make yourself better and not settle for mediocre, mediocrity? Like, what is it? And, and write it down, record it and make this promise to yourself because in order to define your life you have to actually know who you are first mm-hmm. what and who is the definition of you because that is the definition of define so for me i can define myself as always wanting people to dig seriously deep because that's what i do in my my own personal life and it's all about the intention that i have when i wake up in the morning am i perfect at it Absolutely not. I don't think any of us are perfect at anything. But if you always strive to do your best, as Darren says, you know, it's a blessing and a curse for him to be 100% and give 100% and to be a perfectionist. It's a blessing and a curse, but his intention is to be 100% for himself. And obviously, Mm -hmm. he will eventually be or is obviously now 100% for Danielle. And Danielle being a people pleaser if you guys are people pleasers out there we're not saying it's a bad thing we're not it's an amazing trait to want to see people walk around and have a smile on their face and actually be the catalyst to make them smile that is amazing but don't do it you know if it's going to bring you down mm-hmm. you have to know the balance between pleasing other people and make sure making sure that your life is pleasing by you and defined by you and you are happy because of you my name is Sean T. This is Define Your Life. We have the insanity marriage happening tomorrow. Yes. The two amazing people, Darren and Tony, Danielle Katz, will soon, by the time you hear this, yes. she will be Danielle Natoni. And thank you, Sean. Like, yeah. We just have to say the fact that you're going to be there too. Seal this for us. It's everything. We wouldn't want anyone you, else. We to are here yet. today because we connected through you. And it means the world to us that you're going to be there. Well, it means the world to Like, I'm still like, like, we talk about how much we're going to cry tomorrow. (laughs) But I mean, we can't leave out Scott. He's in the room. And it is just really an amazing, like, I want to tell you guys, it's, it's an amazing 
it is just really an amazing connection that we have that is it's just different you know like you know we have connections with friends and family but our connection is just different and I value that and you know like the other week when we had our big our come to Jesus moment <laughs> the reason why I was so emotional is because I'm like I want these people to know that like no matter what's going on in life in my world if we're here and you're there like you guys mean the world to me like it is just amazing and like for me to be married you guys I can only like part of me wants to cry but then I get the chill but the other part of me it can only laugh because like in a non-selfish way selfish again is like I'm just happy that you guys did meet because of what I did and that is when I when I go out to film an insanity um DVD I go into unfortunately a deep dark place in my life so that I can pull out everything that this person or someone that's watching to dig deep and you got it in whatever way you got it and Danielle got it in whatever way she got it and it was just a catalyst to bring you guys together so tomorrow literally now 24 hours from now yeah. you guys are going to be getting married with Rev T with Rev T I'm doing it Rev T Reverend T and um, Scotty B will be there um Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like always, my name is Sean T with a huge smile on my face. Peace out. I want to give a huge shout out to Todd Midget. You can find him at NC Fit Club on Instagram and Facebook. Another huge shout out to Alex Colorado. You can find her at Alex0REO on Instagram. They're both great. They help me with the podcast and they help us always trust and believe in who we are to get the message out that you have to know that you can do it. Check, check, one, two, three, check. For more support, visit me at facebook.com slash Fitness. Same on Instagram and Twitter. Or visit me at seantfitness.com for more support and more motivation.